Do you struggle with fear, doubt, and worry in your public speaking? Do you find it difficult to connect with your audience and deliver presentations that leave a lasting, positive, unforgettable impact? If yes, then let's dive in the world of public speaking and presentation skills with your host, Eric Edmeets. Welcome to the Unforgettable Podcast with guest host, David Wood. I'm Eric Edmeets, and I'm here with David T.S. Wood. We are doing another speech review, and I really enjoy sharing these with you because these are examples of regular, everyday people who have made the decision to let their brilliance out into the world, to share their experiences, their perspectives, and their stories with the world. And this is a really great example. Today, we're talking about Harry Parker. Wow. Yeah. You know, this one, it was edge of the seat, captivating. Again, second language, which is always interesting. But what struck me about this, I'm getting goosebumps even telling you this, is, you know, the fact when he stepped in to speak a nation, how his life, it wasn't just about this one, everything in his life transformed because of the journey. That's really important to understand about that journey, right? He had sort of ended up like, I think a lot of lost people um, have been over the last uh, maybe decade or so and was really at the point of questioning his own existence. And I got to know him because I started a little like YouTube show during the pandemic in the early month, in the early weeks of the pandemic. And I started this little show to give people, it was called Thrive Time. And it was like designed really to give people the tools they needed to navigate this. And I'll tell you something, Harry showed up for every live recording. He was there every single time and really devoted to finding the answers he was looking for and to see his transition over that two-year period and to show up and to share this story. Now, you guys are going to see when he shares this story, you know, he talks about really questioning whether his life was worth, worth living and deciding maybe that it wasn't. And I think you're going to get a really good example of how for a long time he sat on this information, not realizing how valuable it might be for us as an audience. So I'm excited about this one. Yeah, it's going to be good. Yeah, let's roll it. So, who here uses task lists? Who uses shopping lists? You really should, otherwise you end up buying stuff you don't need and probably miss what you wanted. I made myself a list that, had kept, that kept me alive for 18 years. It's the beginning of me. I clearly remember the day where I became aware of myself. I had memories before. I remember when I was a four-year-old sitting on a bed with my grandpa and enjoying that moment. I have memory from second grade when on class dance, girls refused to dance with me. Can you imagine what that does to a, uh, to a boy without understanding what is the meaning that he will get from that? I didn't understand at that point. But when I was in fifth grade, I was 11 years old, I started to ponder on a walk home because I lived quite a while away from a school and it was always one hour walk. So I had a lot of time to think, even as a child. So when I one day was walking on the gravel road up the hill and when I got to the top of that and I saw the road ahead, it hit me. Everything is connected. I saw how those moments had affected me. I was very good at school. I was a little boy, but loved math, loved science. 
all that was good, but didn't get friends from that because being good at school wasn't good in social circles. Nobody cared. I was eight years old when the last time kids came to my birthday. And all those moments led up to that 11-year-old discovering that there's no point of living. What's my point in this life? Why do I even bother? What's the like, reason for all of that? And in that moment, I realized that I can't end it yet. I still need to live. And I made a list for reasons to live. I put my mother on it. I put my father on it. And I kept that list. I couldn't let them think that their son committed suicide. Could you imagine what that could do to a parent? Because of course, I didn't tell them my feelings. We're in Estonia. We don't talk about our feeling. So when I was growing up with that list, I was looking for accidents. I was looking for an opportunity to end myself. But at the same time thinking, can they figure it out? Do they understand it was on purpose? Or do they see it as an accident and they don't have to worry about it? I'm sorry. I even prayed for planes to fall down when I was in them. But something kept me here. And something kept me alive. For 18 years, I lived like that, going to bed in the evening, hoping not to wake up in the morning. And it was a roller coaster. I met my first girlfriend when I was 29. That was the first time I had someone in a vagina. And in that moment, I was so happy. But it was an open relationship, open for her. I was the second guy. And for me, it was heartbroken when I realized that I was just a toy to play around. So after four months, that ended. I scratched her off the list. I put it in there when we started the relationship, but after that, off she went. Luckily, my parents kept living, and so did I. But finally, when I was 29, after that breakup, I hit rock bottom. I was down in the deep, and I realized I need to do something. And in that moment, I jumped. Because when you know that when you're in the bottom, you can use your legs to push. You don't have to worry about swimming in the water, especially as I didn't know how to swim. So I pushed myself, tried to find help. Psychologist, therapist, they didn't really help. Because for me, it wasn't just about talking it out. Because I was very aware of myself. I was very aware of what I was doing. I even got the diagnosis for autism at some point because I learned so well what those criteria are. But the more I grew, the more I looked for something. I found a program that was meant for a body, but it fixed my brain. After that, I didn't have autism. Actually, I didn't, never had it, but it felt like it. I didn't have any more suicidal thoughts. I was actually happy. I was able to throw away the list and go to bed wanting to wake up in the morning. And in that moment, I realized there are points in your life when it's very important to write down stuff that's important to you. So have that list of important stuff. Maybe something you want to do still. Maybe something worthwhile for you. Thank you. Harry, Harry, Harry. I don't know if you, you remember, I'm sure, you're the very first person I met. And I said I was attracted to your energy from across the room. 
now to hear this story, to think about that list. And I just want to mention this to all the people that will be sharing, speaking in a second language. We could have turned the sound off and I would have believed you because you speak a universal language. In the world, there's a lot of hurt in the world, a lot of people feeling like you're feeling. Your message is so important and you bring it out in, a, in such a beautiful way and not only in one language. But again, you're... I, and I, I actually started to cry as I was listening to you. And that's very rare. That happens to me as I listen to people speak. So, so thank you. Thank you. Harry, I would hire you to speak on a stage today. Your overall stage presence, your language, and your IPMs, not just the humor, but in the really strong statements that you made, had a huge impact on me. So that was amazing. Thank you. Thank you. You brought an energy today that um, it's about wisdom and it's about maturity. And frankly, it's something you wouldn't really expect of somebody until they have like significantly more gray hair. You know, you've got that like elder energy and that's a really strong thing to bring. It really is. You brought wisdom, you brought certainty. And when I think of where you started five days ago, when I think of where you started two years ago, I, I am, I'm just blown away, away by the man that you've become. It's so, so privileging to have you in our community and to watch you develop and to do this here tonight. Congratulations. Thank you. That list, you know, a lot of people have to-do lists, but their to-do lists are trudgery. You know, it's stuff I have to do. And I think what he's talking about really is the, like, the, I get to do this stuff. This is the, the, it's bucket list type stuff. But that advice, we've all heard a version of it before, but when it comes in that delivery and it comes with that perspective, like, you know, I've talked to many people over the years that have, you know, passed through times of feeling suicidal or even making the attempt to end their own lives. To hear his perspective about it being like the main reason he wasn't going to kill himself is because he didn't want to hurt anybody. So instead he starts looking for accidents that maybe he could have. I mean, that, that is a frightening perspective and it's super valuable for him to share it because you know there's people walking around that are feeling that stuff and need a message of hope. Yeah. And one of the things, you know, if, as you're out there and obviously moved by this because we all were, maybe think about that list. Maybe think about doing some homework today and actually doing it versus just watching it, getting involved in that. So the other thing I was going to talk about was this mental health. You know, it's become such a, an important thing. When we talk about that Rembrandt again, going back to it, and how someone maybe in the darkest of places like Harry comes out and shares something that could truly impact the world. I mean, it's a remarkable thing, right? Many personal Rembrandt things, many personal valuable perspectives are actually covered over by shame so it's not simply that, that you don't know that it's valuable it's that you actually think it's less than valuable so in his case to go through that like you know there's there's so much shame if somebody's like oh they attempted suicide it's shameful or something and in his case to be so willing to talk about that i think is very valuable because it, it allows other people to hear that and go i'm not alone there is hope. Other people have gotten through this as well. And I think that's really important. In terms of the list, I think that's a really valuable thing to have generally. I, I remember 
reading a long time ago that uh, in terms of natural death, that in China there was this sort of statistical study done. It was it was found that people that the the natural death rate slowed down right before major holidays and slowed down right before people's birthdays. It's like they're they have this if they, as long as they had a major desire to live, it actually kept them alive. And so I'm thinking having a good list of stuff will not only keep you alive, it'll make sure that you really live. And one thing I want you to add to your list is get your story out to the world. Make sure that you do that. Remember, your perspectives are incredibly valuable. Find the right audience and share your stories. So that's it for today's episode of Unforgettable. Head on over to iTunes or wherever you listen and subscribe to the show. One lucky listener every single week who posts a review on iTunes will win a chance in the grand prize drawing to win a private $25,000 VIP day with Eric Edmeads himself. Be sure to head on over to unforgettable.show and pick up a free copy of Eric's gift and join us on the next episode. 